You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? This is Talking the Star Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy, joined by my co-host tonight, Cole Patterson. Dalton Miller not with us, but we have an awesome episode coming up. Uh, we are kind of over the draft process. We've talked a ton about the draft picks. We've talked a ton about the UDFAs. We've talked about the training camp battles. So we decided to have a fun one. We took a... Uh, you know, we still talk some Cowboys football, but there's a lot of other fun stuff in here. And if you're living in the state of Texas, you're a fan of country music or rock and roll, you probably know who I'm talking about. Uh, we were super excited to be joined by Co Wetzel, uh, country music star, rock and roll. I mean, he he covers a lot of different things. I I, I love Co. Uh, is someone who follows tons of different genres of musics uh, i think he fits he fits everything for me so that's why i like his music career but also he hunts and fishes and golfs and and everything too so we uh we were pumped to be joined by him and we're gonna have him on here in a second but but cole what are some of your thoughts uh what are we excited to talk to co about yeah man as you kind of mentioned <clears throat> if you're from texas you like really any kind of music but yeah especially you know country rock uh, anything along those lines i think you you're in you're in store for a really fun podcast. You know, Co. big Cowboys fan. He's from East Texas. Loves Dak, loves Zeke. He loves the Cowboys. Um, you know, we talked some Cowboys football. He gave his prediction on what the record will be. But he also talked about some of his favorite cities to tour in. He talked about um, a song that he doesn't necessarily like to perform and a song that he does <laughs> perform that uh, maybe the fans don't agree with. Or, you know, maybe he performs one song a lot. So he's kind of tired of it, whereas he wishes he could perform another song a little bit more. So you kind of get a little bit more insight into what kind of goes through his mind, what he's like, um, you know, in the music industry, as well as being a Cowboys fan. Um, so I highly recommend you sticking around and uh, enjoying the interview. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, when, whenever you have, like, someone like him on who's a, pretty much a celebrity. I mean, I guess you can call him a celebrity. Yeah. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Like, you never know. Like, even with the football guys we interviewed, draft prospects, like, mm. some people put off a different vibe than others. Like, they don't really want to be here. Exactly. Like, that was the cool thing about Co. is, like, you know, obviously we're recording this after we talked to him, but, like, super open like shared stories like went in depth on stuff like definitely didn't feel like he was trying to big time you know us or anything like that which is he's really down to earth which right really right and, and like again like if you're into his music or you watch him like perform live and stuff like 
that's kind of who he is is he's just like mm-hmm. this is who i am as a person you know like and it, it really that interview kind of reflect like even if you've never heard of him you don't know anything about him if you play like some of his music like i feel like his interview kind of encapsulated who he was as a person so exactly you don't even what, really necessarily have to be a big fan of his if you don't know who he is i think you i think it's just really an enjoyable interview from a guy that right. really down to earth um like you said he loves cowboys loves to fish he can relate to a lot of people right so. right and again like i'm sure there's some people listening to this is like oh i hate country music why would i listen to this but he's not really even a country music artist yeah. like he covers it all i mean he has Fair songs person. that sound like freaking leonard skinner like he has songs uh-huh. that sound like you know as country as it gets he has like hip-hop introduced in his music and that was something cool that i wanted to talk to him about is because a lot of like what i grew up in music wise is like an alternative music scene that like not a lot of people are familiar with and he talked about like being familiar with it like you, you can like when me and my friends listen to co wetzel like we're like oh he's he's got to know this band or this band and like he talked mm-hmm. about some of that today so that was pretty cool i had a blast I know Cole had a blast, so I want you to have a blast. Cole Wetzel, everybody, enjoy. What's up, Cole, man? How you doing today? Good, man. We uh, uh just uh, living life in this cold, watery winterland I have going on. Cole, where are you at where it's cold and watery in winterland? It's like three hours south of Dallas. It's okay. been like cold as hell here lately, dude. Oh, it's really? been like raining like all week, like, too. 50s, 50s in Texas is super cold, though. <laughs> that, that's, that. that's true. That's true. That's Breaking true. out the hoodies and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man, we are pumped to have you on. I mean, me, Cole, Dalton's not with us, but we're big fans of your uh, your music career, all the work you do. Um, but also, we know you're a big Cowboys fan, and uh, with so much buildup happening after the draft, heading into training camp, the schedule getting released. We figured it'd be a great time to have you on, talk some Cowboys football and then talk some uh, music and, and Cole Wessel, you know, country music career too. So uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, how did you become, I mean, I know you're from Texas, so I'm sure that has a lot to do with it, but like, was your, was it a family thing that got you involved with the Cowboys or was it just you growing up and, and finding a team that you liked? Yeah. So my mom's side, but both of my parents side are, uh, they're pretty diehard Cowboys fan. I think like three, two or three days after I was born, I was in a, a Cowboys onesie. So <laughs> I was I was a Cowboys fan before I even knew I was. So, so from from birth, pretty much, you've been wearing a star on your chest and, and trying to. Yeah. How how how, how, old, how old are you? I'm uh, 28 years old. Okay, so you, I, I'm, I turned 26 this year, so we're close in age. But at least you got to, I guess, somewhat experience a Super Bowl. I've been. 25 years just waiting and wondering what the hell that, yeah. that looks like and feels like. <laughs> I know, man. I'm hoping it's coming soon, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now, are, are, are you are you big? I know the draft just happened. Do you? I know you, you follow some college football. Are you big into, like, following the draft at all? Or are you kind of just like whoever they draft? Yeah. Uh, I got faith in yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, huge. Like, I don't, we don't have, like, parties or nothing for it. But, you know, I watch it uh, on my phone and stuff. Um I'm, I'm glad we picked up uh, Micah Parsons. I'm glad we kind of stacked on the defense side this year, um, especially Sean Lee retired. So it was good to get Micah in there. Um, I don't know, man. I'm glad we stacked up on the defense side, man. Uh, 
But no, as far as watching the draft goes, man, I really don't. As long, I just I just care about what we pick, you know. Right. So so, yeah. so we kind of talk a little bit before we started recording, but your 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 friend Christina, who got us hooked up, she's an Eagles fan. And yeah. the Eagles traded up with the Cowboys to draft <laughs> Devontae Smith. What was yeah. your uh, when you were watching that? You saw that going down. What was like the first thing you thought about when you saw that the Cowboys were trading with the Eagles? Because that doesn't happen very often. I know that that was a that was a whole deal. Like I, I was kind of it's kind of upset that we didn't get Devontae, but then I looked back. I was like, you know, we got CD, we got you know, we got all these other receivers, you know. So I wasn't mad about that. It was the fact that we traded with the Eagles. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, what's going on? I, yeah, there had to be something going on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> the two things yeah. I first thought of is I was like, this could have been Washington or New York, and I still wouldn't care as much because it's not yeah. Philly. And the other it's thing is, I was like, the other thing I was like, they better not be coming up and drafting Justin Fields and then getting a quarterback and then just screwing us for the next <laughs> oh, ten years. It could have went. Like, it it could have went ten times worse than right. what yeah. it actually did. Yeah, I don't know. We, we, we got out of it alive. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. We did. I was watching the uh, draft at Pluckers, a bar here in Texas, and when they went and then when it came across the screen that the Eagles traded the Cowboys, I've never heard the uh, <laughs> any a big crowd so mad as as they were that night. <laughs> hey, we'll have uh, we'll have Big Micah Parsons sitting there waiting on Devontae when he comes across the middle. Exactly. So. Exactly. Oh, welcome, man. Oh, welcome to the all, all 163 pounds of Devontae Smith. I guess. <laughs> exactly. I, I guess, like you said, it could have. I love Devontae Smith. I loved him in Alabama, but man, mm-hmm. I was like, at least it's not Jalen Waddle, who's like the fastest man on the planet. Exactly. Mar Chase. I was like, I guess we're gonna draft one. That's one to draft, but uh. Yeah. So the schedule came right, right, right. So, so, so the schedule started to kind of come out today. I know you got we got the Bucks in Week One Thursday Night Football to kick off the season. First question I want to ask you, and please don't hold back, is what are your thoughts on Tom Brady? Uh, I love Tom Brady. I've, okay. I've always been a Tom. I, I've always been a Tom Brady fan. I've, I, I hate the Patriots. I've always hated the Pats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I always like uh, Gronkowski, and I like uh, Tom Brady. So. Um, whenever he went to Tampa, I was like, you know, what the hell is he doing? And then, yeah, and then they just kept winning. And I was like, you know what? Kind of thinking back, I was like, maybe it wasn't the Patriots this whole time, maybe it was just Tom Brady. Yeah, I so, think everyone uh, who thought, like, oh, it's just Bill Belichick and the Bill Patriots, Bill was like, damn it, this sucks for that, <laughs> that theory. Yeah. Oh, and, and them not even making the playoffs this year, it just put a big smile on oh, my face. My yeah, just. <laughs> Brutal. So, so you either love Tom Brady or you hate the Patriots. Obviously, you, you're the, you're the you're the other way. You love Tom Brady. Um, he goes to the Bucks. You're kind of like, what the hell? They win the Super Bowl. Do the Cowboys have an actual chance at beating the Buccaneers Week One with, with their issues on on the team? You think? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't sound very confident. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're 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 coming off a of Super Bowl. They re-signed everybody. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say yes just because I think the Cowboys, you know, are going to win the Super Bowl every year. So, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. We'll take them, up, take them week one. There you go. There you go. So, my next question I got for you is Dak. I know when I saw you on Twitter when Dak got hurt, you were pretty uh, upset about that. What are your thoughts on Dak? Do you love Dak? Were you kind of like bummed? Because 
same thing with Tom Brady. It's like either Cowboys fans absolutely love Dak. They think he should have made $50 million or they hate him and didn't think he should have gotten paid at all. This podcast yeah. loves Dak Prescott, loves everything about him. What, what's your mm-hmm. thoughts on Dak and the quarterback going forward? Yeah, I'm a huge Dak fan, man. Like I've, I've stuck with him ever since we've, we've picked him up. You know, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, it was like, what was it, the first – after he took over Tony Romo's spot, uh, everybody was kind of like, oh, you know, this is going to be terrible, and then it turned out to be good, and then we had a couple of bad seasons with him, and mm-hmm. people were just on the fence about him. But I've always really – I've really, really always liked Dak, man. Uh, he's a playmaker. You know, he's agile. He, he can throw a ball mile. I've, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Dak, man. Uh, and having him and Zeke and uh, – and them in the backfield, man, it's, it makes a difference. And I don't know, man, I think we're going to be all right. Especially, I, th- I, th- I think he's going to come back stronger this year than he ever has, especially he's got more to prove now. So, Yeah, I was going to ask, what are your expectations for him now from the, from that injury? It sounds like he's ahead of schedule and stuff. Um, yeah, I have to think. Is. You know, I, I, think he's, going? I think he's working. I feel like he's, uh, he, like he's kind of got like a chip on his shoulder. Now he's, exactly. you know, like he's uh, – He's working harder, and he and he and he wants to prove to everybody, you know, this this is uh this isn't anything that's gonna hold me back. So. I think uh, playing, you know, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Week One is only gonna make him that more <laughs> jacked up too, which I'm excited for. Huge opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. We obviously talked about the Cowboys, talked about football. Uh, do you do you rep a college team? Like, are you a Longhorns fan? Or are you an A and M fan? Like, where are you at with college football? Uh man, so I, I'm 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 a huge college football fan. I watch it probably more than I do the NFL. Um, but I grew up actually a Notre Dame fan, for, uh, because I Rudy was one of my favorite movies growing up. So my big my older cousin was a, a Notre Dame fan, so I wanted to do everything he did. Um, so I was a Notre Dame fan for a while. Once I got older, um. Man, it just kind of – I just liked watching college football, you know. So, uh, growing up in Texas, there's – you know, there's so many teams. And and then once we started playing music, you know, we would go to these these college towns. And it's hard to choose one team because yeah. we're always in – either in Lubbock or in Austin or in College Station or Fort Worth or, right. you know, wherever we are. So, you got to rep whatever, you know, city <laughs> right. you're in. You know, so uh, – Man, I don't. I don't have like a a, a favorite team, man. Uh, they're uh, they're all pretty fun here in Texas, man. So getting out of the football side of things and getting into your career, music, all that. Uh, you mentioned playing in college towns a lot. You know, playing it in the universities, right outside the universities. What's your favorite place to play? Whether it's a college town, whether it's a stadium, like where's the place you've played and you're like, dude, I'd play there every day, like no questions asked. Oh, man. I don't know. It's kind of all over the place. I love Fort Worth, man. We we play a bunch of places in Fort Worth. Um, I don't know. College Station's a pretty rowdy town. I was going to say yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. That's a hard question. People <laughs> ask me that all the time, and I always give them the same answer. It's just like, I don't know. I can't. I somewhere, can't. somewhere in Texas. <laughs> yes, somewhere in Texas is, is, the, is the answer to that question. Right, right. Yeah, along those same lines. Um, so kind of, kind of Cowboys related as well. You know, Dak Prescott went, went to Mississippi State. I went to Mississippi State. You've been, you've performed in Starkville, haven't you? 
Yeah, I so have some friends Vegas. Yeah, yeah. in Star Vegas. Yeah, uh, out of two of my buddies are huge Coetzo fans, huge fans of uh, your music, and they are really dying for you to make a return back to Star Vegas. How, how did you How did you like it down in Mississippi? You know, it's a little bit different than Texas. We still got that you know Southern vibe. Yeah, absolutely, man. So we uh, we love going to Starkville and and all those. So we usually hit Florida. We're hitting Florida next week. And then uh, we usually come back through. We'll head Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana on the way back to Texas. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of my homeboys, Fletcher Cox, he plays okay. for the Eagles. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a he, country uh, dude. He went, to, uh, uh, he went to Mississippi State. So every time mm-hmm. we go, he's like, oh, it up for Mississippi. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, uh, I love Starkville. I love that entire area of the south down there, man. They put on for us pretty hard, so – it's always fun going down that way. For sure, for sure. I got to ask, because I saw you were playing in Florida coming up. Um, I saw you did a few shows kind of out your way here recently. Uh, do you guys – have you guys played in Virginia before? I saw you played in D.C. a couple of years ago, but have you been in, like, the Virginia? Yeah, yeah we played uh, Virginia Beach. We played Norfolk. Um, played a couple of different places in Virginia. I know, I know you're 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 close with my uh, Hardy, who's another yeah. one of my uh, one of my favorite artists. He actually played the Richmond County Fair last year or year yeah. before last, and uh, it was it was awesome, man. Like one of my favorite artists out there, so it was cool to see him like in Virginia, and like he hadn't really taken off yet, so it wasn't a ton of people there. And I was like, this is awesome. Like I love finding you know guys who haven't really made it to the main stage yet, who are still mm-hmm. doing cool stuff like that. And it was it was awesome to see him play play in Richmond. Yeah, for sure. We were just uh, so we played a show in Waco on Friday night, and then Hardy was playing in Nacogdoches on Saturday night. So we hopped on a limo, drove to Nacogdoches, <laughs> party down with Hardy that night, and I woke up and my shoulder was all jacked up or whatever, and I had to go to the hospital yesterday for it. I got a torn peck and oh, a, no. a bunch of ligament <laughs> stuff, so I'm blaming that one on you, Hardy, if you're listening, man. <laughs> hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, the future of work. Questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Still you have no clue how it happened? Just woke up and was like, damn, this is not good. It was a, it was a whiskey dent, man. I just kind of woke up and was like, <laughs> I, don't know a- if I, got my, I didn't know if I got my ass kicked or what. Oh, man. It was all over the place. <laughs> That's awesome. So I wanted to get in just because it has a lot, I think it has a lot to do with Hardy. Like when I listen to you, you and Hardy's music, um, the influences that you guys had starting to write music obviously you write a lot of your stuff if not all of it you know when you perform it like you perform it with an energy i grew up like in the i guess you could call it like punk hardcore scene and like with that right. like there's a lot of bands like balance and composure and like brand new like are those bands you're familiar with that absolutely kinda... yeah balance and composure uh man all those guys basement citizen um, like yeah tiger's jaw yeah a lot of those guys man i love those bands 
So that's what I was, I was curious. Cause when you listen to your music, like you can tell there's influences from like, it's not country, it's not rock and roll. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. like, and your newest record sellout, like there's even like some hip hop influence in there. So like, what was your biggest influences when writing, you know, record to record or writing just music in general? Like, where do you pull from to get the content that you put out? Man, I just kind of pull from everywhere. It's just kind of the mood that I'm in or the setting that I'm in at that moment. Uh, I'll just, I'll just go and whatever the song, I feel like the song needs is what I'll, what I'll gravitate towards and what I'll, I'll pull from. So, uh, yeah, man, I'll just, wherever and, uh, you know, whatever I can get out of, you know, what I think the song needs is where I'll go to. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I listen to so many genres of music that uh, it's just kind of like I take a piece here, take a piece there, you know, and just try to make it all one sound. So, but yeah, man, I'm all over the place with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it show, I mean, it shows up and it's awesome because for someone yeah. who listens to, you know, punk, you know, rock and roll, country, hip hop, yeah. it's like when someone, like an artist puts something out and you can tell that it is pulled from, I mean, again, like I remember the first time listening to Sellout, I was like, he must have been listening to Balancing Composure and Citizen yeah. and Basement because I, I can like see it in the music. And I'm like, it's awesome because it's just a different genre of music, but you can sell, tell it has the like vibes of that stuff in there. Absolutely. It's, I'm sure you probably get this question a lot, but is there like one specific song that you point to that um, maybe launched your career a little bit or maybe you, you uh, enjoyed making more than the others that maybe had more influence so like one song that you go to um, that really, you know, represents Co Wetzel more than any other song? Oh, uh, well, I guess I could like, I guess I could say February 28th. Uh, <laughs> as much as I hate that song. Uh, <laughs> why, why is that? Man, it's just, I wrote it like five, like six or seven years ago. And mm-hmm. it accidentally blew up, I guess. And, <laughs> and now and now I'm stuck with playing it for the rest of my life. And, uh, you know, it's just the jokes yeah. are getting old. Like, what's your order at Taco Bell and shit? You know, stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. I'm just like, fuck. But, like, uh, it was like I owe a lot to that. Yeah, I owe a lot to that song, but man, I hate that damn song, bro. Uh, but no, man. Um, I don't know, man. There's, there's a lot off this new record that uh, mm-hmm. that we just we've kind of uh, I don't know, kind of molded into our sound, kind of right. yeah, as far as what we're trying to do with the music, mm-hmm. uh, and just trying to progress off of that sound. So uh, yeah, listening to Sell Out, you can kind of tell wh- which direction we're trying to go with the music. So cool, cool. Do and and I'm curious because a lot of my friends who've been in bands, they say the same thing. It's like my least favorite song to play or wrote like yeah. is everybody else's favorite song. Do you have a song, the opposite of that, that like yeah. you would love to play, like every time you play it, you love it. And then you look out into the crowd and everybody's just like, this song sucks. Like, is there one of those songs? Oh <laughs> uh, no. Cause if, if we do that one time, then we'll cut it out of the set. We'll never play oh, it again. Man. We've yeah. done it before. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe everybody's you like don't turn back to us and like, like talking to everybody and just like drinking. We're like, fuck when I'm playing this song again. So <laughs> what, what song is that? Like, which one do you enjoy the most that you just know can't put in the set list because of the, the crowd's not into yeah. it? Well, it's just like this. So, so our set is so like high tempo right. and like we're, it's just, you know, balls to the wall the whole time. So any song that's under like, you know, a hundred, 
and 20 BPMs. It's just like, <laughs> it like kind of brings down the mood. Everybody's like sitting there like crying and shit. We're like, all right, we're not playing that next song. And that's which so funny because like, which is a lot of our music. We, I have a lot of, right. I, told, I told my producer on the next record, I was like, we're done with heartbreak songs. I think I, I have enough uh, in the <laughs> so, catalog so, to wear. So, so crying in the bathroom ain't going to make it next, next set list. Actually, crying in the bathroom is one of our uh, fan favorites at the at See, the I show. love that song, but I could, like what you just described is what I'm yeah. imagining. Like you're, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the big drop. It's the right. big okay. heavy guitar drop that gets everybody going. So. Okay. That's true. That's true. I know. So like with everybody, 2020. 2021 has been nuts. I can't imagine okay. how it's been as a musician. Um, I've said it, but like a lot of my friends tour full time in their music scene. So I can't imagine like just having that cut off. What's mm-hmm. this last year, year and a half going on, you know, year and a half now been like as a musician who relies on being out on the road playing, you know, in crowded venues and stuff like that, just to your career. And then like mentally, just like, it's gotta be hard to maneuver that and like stay on task and stay on course. Yeah, it's uh man, it's it's been really rough, honestly. After after like the first one or two months, uh, man, it was it was like man, this is great, you know, this right. is awesome, you know, you love break, and then after like the third or fourth, you're just kind of like, oh shit, like what's going on now? What do we do now? You know, we're not used to this, and then now it's been, you know, like you said, almost a year and a half, and it's uh, I don't know, it sucked ass to be honest with you, um. But, you know, uh, I mean, I, we got to, you know, give us a, a reason to get in the studio and, and cut a record. And, uh, you know, there were good things that came out of it uh, for us, as, you know, as touring musicians. But right. um, I think now the shows are more we're more into them and and we kind of needed that break because now we're, you know, we're on stage. We're breaking shit and <laughs> and uh, and acting, acting stupid, you know, and uh, man, it's, it's just because we've been been off the road for so long so we're trying to give trying to make up for lost time with with the fans and with the people who uh who fuck with the music so i know you just started recently kind of starting to play some shows again doing like smaller tours because i guess not everything's opened back up enough to where you can just go across the country yeah. do you have plans for later in the year or any plans for maybe next year doing something big like that across the country or out of the country yeah so um since since this most of the south has kind of opened up we're going to probably for the rest of the year, probably try to tour that, do a, you know, like I said, next week we're going to Florida. Um, and then we'll, you know, we'll start hitting uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, and we can probably be able to, to tour that, you know, for the rest of the year, getting closer to the end of the year, maybe start hitting the Midwest and hopefully get a little, little farther up in the East coast and stuff. But uh yeah, man, just just slowly but surely, you know, getting back into the rhythm of things. Um, Texas for the last, you know, five or six months has, you know, gone to that 25% capacity, 50% right. capacity. Mm-hmm. That's why we did the uh, the ballpark tour that we just got off of um, to where we could put, you know, five or 6,000 people in a stadium and it still be socially distanced. Um, and now places are, I don't think Florida has shut down at all. I literally went to Fort Myers, like in the heart, like breakout of COVID and <laughs> played a baseball tournament on the baseball team I coached. And I just shared dugouts with 600 different people from all over the country. And I was like, what in the hell, dude? Like, this is yeah. nuts. 
Yeah, they uh, we called them. We were like, well, what's the what's the capacity like due to COVID? They're like, oh, we're we're full capacity. I'll just come on down. Right. We're there, dude. We are so there. That's no. great. So I know you, you wrote Sellout in 2020 when COVID popped off. Um, do you are you working on any new music like now with COVID still kind of dragging its way through the year? Like when's your kind of next idea of when you're going to release new music after Sellout? Yeah, we've uh, I've been writing a lot here lately, just trying to trying to get stuff together for when it's time to go in the studio. Uh, we don't have any plans as far as uh, going in and putting going in and cutting a record anytime right. soon. Um, I want to cut and I want to put out a record before the, the end of the year. Um, I don't know if that's if that's going to be possible because you know we're getting back to uh, getting back to touring and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I think it's just. Hold on a second. Hey, is there something wrong here? <laughs> <laughs> my buddy's got this. My buddy's got this cat. I don't know. I can, we can hear it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dre. <laughs> there's something wrong with your cat, dog. <laughs> she ain't breathing. Oh no. Ah. Oh god. Uh, yeah, my bad, dude. No, you're <laughs> this thing was having an asthma attack or something. It's a cat. Right, it's a cat. Uh, okay. We're good. <laughs> okay. Hey, he's, he's, his legs kicking, so I guess he's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what were we, what were we talking about? My bad. I was talking about new music 2021. You said you might. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. it's not realistic, but you're hoping to maybe cut a record by the end. Yeah, of the we, yeah, since we're getting back to touring, um, man, I, I want to, but uh, like I said, man, we haven't been touring for almost a year and a half, so. Our main focus has kind of been on that. Um, I put out some singles here and there, kind of like we did before sellout, uh, just to, to give us some time to get in the studio and actually put out what we want. So. Awesome. Is there like a specific city or state that you're looking forward to touring um, once everything opens up? I know you've spent a lot of time in Texas, but are you looking to go branch out a little bit more or, or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, so before – before all this, man, we were going, we were going East coast to West coast, you know, we were going all over the place. Um, I'm, I'm ready to get back out to, to California and, and hitting up all that again, man. And, yeah. uh, the East coast too, man, we, Virginia and Georgia and there all that go. stuff, man, that was, uh, we were, I mean, we were tearing it up right before COVID. We, we went up, uh, to DC and then came down all the way to Florida we were selling out every room that we had, man, and it, it felt good, you know. It was like, holy shit, this is starting to happen. And then yeah. COVID hit, and it was like, damn, you know, I hope they don't forget about us. But uh, yeah. we were coming back, and all the shows in Florida sold out. So we're like, man, I guess they didn't forget about us. So. <laughs> we're yeah, kind of along those same lines. What, what's been it, what has it been like to see your career, you know, kind of take off? I know you kind of mentioned you were afraid COVID – might uh might put a whole put a damper into that a little bit but what's been what has it been like to see you you know people from all across the country listen to your music come to your shows recognize who you are um you went from unknown to like a big time and in such a short time span yeah it's uh man i'm I'm just a very blessed dude man it's uh it's crazy to see you know the people who fuck with the music you know and actually Mm -hmm. care you know so uh I don't know, man. It's uh, it's wild. It's nuts. But uh, I'm, I'm glad that they do. I got to pay my phone bill last week, so <laughs> that's good. It's always uh, good. <laughs> yeah, 
No, man. Uh, it's just without them, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. So mm -hmm. uh, all the props in the world to them for for going through what I'm going through and and feeling my pain and uh, and just being able to relate to the music, man. For sure. So they always hate when I bring this up because I'm the only one on the podcast that hunts and fishes and does all that <laughs> stuff. So this is our this is our hunting and fishing corner that, that I guess we'll talk about. But uh, love following you on Instagram and everything because I see how much you you enjoy the outdoors, how much hunting and fishing you do. Um, obviously, I don't know about Texas, but turkey season for me goes out on Saturday. And I'm bummed. I, I got one this year. Wasn't able to go a ton, but I, I'm going to Nashville this weekend for my bachelor party. So I can't go on the last day. Are you still turkey hunting this year? Man, I am not. I think our last, ours goes out this weekend as well, too. So, man, I got, we hunted, we hunted our asses off, honestly, this year. And I only got one bird, but, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty bummed that, that it's going away, but we got noodling season coming up. What is it's that? Uh, noodling, grabbing fish. So uh, once uh, once the water temp starts warming up, man, we got about a couple of weeks, and we'll start getting in them holes and catching some catfish, and, uh, and then that that'll that'll go on until dove season, and then we'll start all over again. I got a few buddies who. Uh, fish like professionally on the you know on the Bassmasters, um, oh, and they're they're waiting, they're ready to go out to Texas and fish some of those big lakes and oh, yeah. rivers out there because they they love going out that way and catching a lot of fish. Um, down in Virginia, like the fishing's just really getting good because it's just getting warmed up. They're they're starting to go up to their beds yeah. and starting to spawn a little bit. You've been been bass fishing at all here recently? Or is it still been too hot down there? Probably over the last few months. Yeah, man, we uh. They're, they were on beds probably, uh, I don't know, I'd say probably two or three weeks ago. Um, and then I, I just got off the phone with one of my buddies. He uh, He's a guy on Lake Fork. He's also a professional fisherman. And uh, he said there's, they're still sitting on beds. He said new fish are still coming in on beds. Man, like I said, the, the water the water temp is fluctuating so right. much right now because, man, it was we had like almost a month of, 80 degree weather and now it's back down to 50 you know right. and to 60 and man they're just not knowing really what to do right now so but uh yeah man the, the, the fishing down here has been pretty good you go on my instagram we uh we tore up some fish on lake fork the other day man yeah that's what's been screwing my turkeys up too is one morning i wake up and it's 70 degrees next morning i wake up it's 33 yeah. and it's like uh, i know there's turkeys here why aren't you gobbling i mean <laughs> God, it's good. That, that was that was our problem, man. It was like one day we'd be out there and, and you couldn't, you know, look at a spot without, you know, hearing a gobble. And then the next morning they wouldn't be gobbling at all. And you'd just be sitting up and here would be one right in your face and not saying a word, you know. So yeah, that's that's what that's what ended it for me last week. Is I went out Friday and we went out predator hunting all night till 4 a.m. and then I didn't go to sleep and then started turkey hunting at 4:30 and didn't yeah. hear a turkey after predator hunting all night. And I was like, that's it, I'm done. I'm not. In the, <laughs> that's the end of my year. So, but uh, man, I, I really do. Like I said, we we appreciate you coming on yeah, and talking sure. football, talking music, talking everything. It's uh, it's been a blast. And like I said, we're big fans of, of you and what you're doing. So so keep it up and. Hopefully you come out to come out my way in Virginia some some more and we can, I can come see it, it live because I ain't been able to do that yet. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank y'all so much for having me, man. Uh, y'all take care. Uh, if we're around there, y'all come around, come see us. We'll drink a beer or something, man. And uh, yeah, go Cowboys, man. Yeah. La last question for you before you leave: What's the Cowboys' record going to be this year, twenty twenty one? 
Oh. Remember, it's 17 games, not 16. Yeah, 17 games. We're gonna go. We're gonna go 12 and five. I like that. Super Bowl. It's, it's realistic, not too not too over optimistic. I like it. That's right, yeah. right. Good, good spot. Good spot. You need to get your uh, you need to get your buddy Fletcher on the Cowboys. We need to yeah, find a way to make shit. that happen. I'm, I'm gonna invite him over for dinner and like try and snap his leg or something. <laughs> Or like, or like maybe, maybe Philly would trade him. Yeah. Like break his toe or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's good right where he is. He's good right where he is. No, no. Uh, I mean, we got a uh, we we got him week seventeen. It looks like so. If we're playing for a playoff spot, we might need you to. Do might that. need you. That yeah. might be a a actual uh, thing that we do here. So yeah. he's a tag. It's it's gonna take about two or three of us to hurt him. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll come in. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you uh, soon, hopefully. Yeah. Awesome. Y'all take care. Thank y'all so much. You too, man. We'd like to thank Cole Wetzel a ton for joining the show today. Um, This is kind of a lull period, I guess, after the draft in between camp. So like as much as we're excited for camp, it's always cool to have like either take a break, you know, take a two or three week break where you're not really just focused on football. You're, you're just, you're, you're getting ready for camp or having someone like Cohen who you can just get off track a little bit, talk about something other than ball. Um, and that's why we're excited to have him on. Um, just a overall really great dude, uh, dude who makes tremendous music in my opinion, might not be for everybody, but, uh, if you like, you know, if you like country music, rock and roll, stuff that you know like i don't even know how to explain it like it's almost like post malone for a different yeah, genre. i do get post malone vibes honestly from but his like, music and just from his personality you know right like like it's not post malone so like if you go and you spotify him you're like this doesn't say anything that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like i feel like anybody can listen to post malone whether you're a fan of hip-hop or whatever right and be like oh this is a good song like that's kind of mm-hmm. what co is so we uh we enjoyed having him on yeah, we talked some NFC East too. Um, you know, he, not a huge fan of the Eagles, but he oh, is yeah. tight with one of their best players, which is pretty yep. cool. Yeah, inside in that, we're trying to find a way to get his buddy on the Cowboys. So yeah, yeah, uh, make, you know, obviously, if you're if you're at this point, you heard him say he's buddies with Fletcher Cox, and mm-hmm. we already have a plan in place that if there is a Week 17 showdown for playoffs. <laughs> that there's a good chance that Fletcher Cox might get injured. And he if he's on the injury list, we cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> Coe Wessel has something to do with it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, again, great. Uh, we, we really, really, really enjoyed having him on. Um, his his uh, his marketing agent, his yeah. Christina, who was on the call of all time, it was funny. So you guys don't hear this, but – Leading up to starting the interview, it was me, Cole, and Christina in the the green room, yeah. chatting, waiting for Co to join. And she goes, you know, she was like, "How'd you guys, you know, start this?" Talk a little bit. And she goes, "Yeah, well, you guys wouldn't like the team that I like." And we we were like, "It's got to be Philadelphia." So <laughs> she she pokes in at the end there. I'm sure you heard her. That's Christina. His uh. I love how she chimed in very randomly. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, it was awesome. We we want to give a big shout out to Co and Christina for for setting this up because we're big fans of his. Obviously, he's a big fan of the Cowboys, so it was awesome to kind of share uh, some stories about his his music career, share some of his Cowboys opinions and his thoughts on the team, and, and really just break down and uh, kind of unwind a little bit and talk about something other than the draft or training camp or football in general. So I had a blast. Uh, I know Cole did too, and I hope you did as well. But uh, we'll be back next week talking some more football. Um, 
we got training camp coming up, so we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I hope you would hope hope you enjoyed this one-off kind of deal that we did. Uh, we'll probably try to do a few more of these throughout the season before the season starts. It's been a long year, year and a half with COVID, and we want to take away some of the seriousness of everything and just mm-hmm. share some positive energy and positive stuff. So that's what we did. So we'll try to do this again. And uh, again, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Cole, for joining us. We are talking the star. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.